Today on Midwife to Midwife, I interview Leslie Cornwell from Midwifery Business Consultation. We have a great conversation about midwifery business expansion and development, and then just a wonderful conversation about all the resources that are available to us midwives to help us build and develop our businesses. Let's dive in. Hello, I'm Tisa Kareem, a midwife in Southern California. I started my practice eight years ago, and like many of you, my training did not cover how to start and run a successful midwifery practice. I learned many business concepts and strategies by trial and error, and a whole lot of diving into other industries' resources and then applying them to midwifery. On Midwife to Midwife, we are going to explore what midwives all over the world have to share about their experiences starting and expanding their businesses. We are going to cover topics like social media, website management, marketing, practice protocols, midwifery gear reviews, and self-care. Join me as we dive into conversations with midwives, about midwives, for midwives. Welcome. Welcome back, midwives. All right, today is me interviewing Leslie Cornwell, and she is a midwife in the Midwest who is a CNM who was in practice running a birth center and then started to experience a lot of the same things I did with just not having a very, um, like having access to a good community where I could figure out how to develop my business, how to do it right, what what were the essential components of just getting a business together? It Because this is, even though midwives are not new, um, our business structure seems to be pretty new, right? So um, us going out into the world and developing these business models and doing it right is incredibly overwhelming in my opinion. And I know that there's a lot of you experiencing the same, the same thing. So Um, One of my big goals on season two is to really just maybe open some resources to you, share with you some of the things that I've learned, and then also open up some resources that you didn't know existed, because that is the whole point of Midwife to Midwife, is to really just bring us all together and share our experiences. So again, today I interviewed Leslie. She um, started the business, Midwifery Business Consultation, which she um, helps other midwives in their business structure, helping them get started correctly, do it right, um, helps them connect with the right business strategists as well, and just kind of really help you get what you need to make this a, a better business for you. So that way you don't have burnout or frustration or end up having to close your business for reasons that are out of your control. So This is also a recorded, a video recorded podcast that you can see eventually on YouTube. So if you care to watch this interview on YouTube, you can, and that'll be on the Midwife to Midwife YouTube channel as well. But listen in as we chat and talk about business development and courses that are available to you in this subject matter. Okay, welcome back, midwives. Today we are on our first video chat with our first interviewee on the Midwife to Midwife podcast. Hi, Leslie. Thank you for joining us today. 
Yeah, geez, were- I know the first time we chatted, I was like, it's been years since I see you. Your hair's so long. I love that I could see you. So thank you for I know. video. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how video goes, right? <laughs> so um, today on Midwife to Midwife, we're going to talk to Leslie. She is the owner of Empowering Midwifery Education, along with you have a consultation Yep, midwifery well. business consultation, but Correct. yeah, I okay. think the empowering midwifery education hits more midwives because it's kind of a niche on top of niche is the other service line. Yeah. Okay, great. And I came across your website mostly just because I, like all midwives, I was looking for continuing education and trying to find classes in specific areas. The ultrasound class was, I think, the first one that I ever invested Good. in. Yeah. So that caught my eye. And then recently you had just... Um, Sold, had a, like a major sale for your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I was I was home and alone. It was literally spontaneous at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm near like depressed. I'm like, okay, people feel better when they give gifts to other people. So I literally, it was like, okay, what could I do? And so I made it, it was totally spontaneous, but I was excited <laughs> just to see, yes, they're now going to take the training. And so it, it made me happy for my birthday. So Good. <laughs> yeah. And I totally took advantage of it, even though I, I typically have bought in classes in the past with similar um, content, but it's so nice to get a different perspective and especially from also a CNM perspective, yeah. which, and a birth center perspective. So that was um, super helpful. So Leslie, tell us like who you are, where you're from and what got you into this line of like coming from a, a midwife and transitioning into what you're doing right now. So I'm always, I think we're always going to be midwives, no matter what we do. I still do some births and I still do some clinical support, but I think we evolve as we learn what type of midwife we want to be and what kinds of midwives you can be. So I have been a certified nurse midwife the last 10 years. I've been around birth since 16. I live and breathe community-based midwifery. I had a home birth birth center practice. My three babies were born at home. I live all around the Amish. My joke is my retirement job is going to have a birth house on my property and serve the community. Like I'm very much and green into the community-based, grassroots, holistic, normal, normal birth. But I also have the skills to do high risk. I have the analytical side to do business and high strategies. And so I've kind of got that split personality that most midwives don't have. You either are one side or the other. I can adapt pretty well. Um, I started midwifery with the passion of just supporting women, empowering women. It wasn't so much the birth component side. I was like, yeah, this is really cool. I can, I can protect this space. But as you grow and evolve, you're like, I want all women to have the best birth and health and opportunities in life. It's not specific to just this one time in their life that I realized what called me to midwifery. Excellent. So what made you want to dive in? So I know a little bit about, um, your history, like a little bit, we've talked in previous interviews about burnout, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, midwife to midwife was definitely a pursuit to support other midwives. No, so no, we also have like this super deep ingrained passion to do midwifery. But then I think you and I are on common ground where we want to start supporting other midwives to help them thrive because maybe we've both been in that similar situation of burnout and not feeling supported in our jobs Mm -hmm. and our community as a midwife. So tell me more about how you decided to start the educational concept and the, and the, and the um, consultation business and where you're going with that right now. 
Um, so yeah, we chatted about it with your interview on my channel a couple of years ago in 2017, when my practice was at the tail end, it was really rough the last six months. It grew too big, too fast, mm-hmm. working all the time, not being a very good business owner, not being a good boss. I mean, you could go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, I hit a crash and burn and I was like, okay, I, if I can't do this and I've done my research, there's a lot of midwives struggling out there. How can we improve access to midwifery? Just because they went to school, the burnout rate is high. The professional, like people don't, I mean, finishing clinicals. Oh my gosh. The data is just disgusting. Like we have, if we want more midwives out there, we have to break the challenges within the system. So I am a big visionary, big thinker kind of person. And so I just dove down the rabbit hole of like, there's a thousand different barriers to make midwives accessible to make midwives successful in their practices and their careers. Where are, what are all those? So I just listed them all. And then I started seeing what's interconnected. What, what has a ripple effect into everything else? And that's where I went the first direction of business and professional development. Because if we don't have midwives getting in school, there's very few curriculums out there that have anything with business and private practice and finances and showing your value. It has a ripple effect in legislature. It has a ripple effect in your sustainability, your practice and retirement and legacy practices. I mean, I can boil down business to there's midwife practices all over the country just closing because they don't know how to sell their practice. They don't know how to create a legacy. So I, when I looked at everything interconnected, business and professional development hit home. If I impacted this first, not saying it's the only thing I'm going to impact, it will have a ripple effect into everything else the most. So that was my strategy and thought process. Um, Because even if they're a midwife in the hospital and they get a job, their, their contracts, nurse practitioners are paid crap. And then nurse midwives are paid the lowest out of all nurse practitioners because we don't know how to advocate our value when we're hiring and recruiting or a practice closes overnight because they don't know how to show their financial worth to the organization. So I can go on and on about the ripple effect this has to access midwifery. The continuing education started around 2019 when I did my consulting services and was educating. I went down that rabbit hole of business, tax, legal, finances, everything midwives aren't being taught. And I'm like, this is important stuff I can apply to midwifery. These are strategies out there that only the old rich white guys know. Mm. And how can we twist it into like buying, like I learned really cool strategies of buying buildings with no money down. I apply it to birth centers. Midwife, like having no cash to start a business, I I show midwives how to do that. So I take these strategies that are usually used for high-level corporations and how can we bridge these barriers that midwives say over and over again to get their practices going and be successful. Um, So then in 2019, I started doing more and more with online classes because I was taking certifications. I was reaching out to people. There were so many people out there with knowledge that were near retirement, and this was going to be lost to midwifery. Like, I just, it broke my heart because they had never done a PowerPoint. They'd never, they could barely check their emails many times. Like, there's just a lot of um, barriers. So, (laughs) So Carolyn Gagger and I were the first relationship in that instructor um, com- combined because I saw this wealth of knowledge to midwifery we were going to lose. We used to just get together and we used to use, we use so much on the internet and the internet doesn't have everything and that wisdom and those stories. So that's how it started. And then when I would take my own certifications, like for the ultrasound certification, I'd have to take some random MFM one just to take the exam that had nothing to do with midwifery, nothing mm-hmm. to do with what I needed to do 
to get my CEUs. Um, And I was sick and tired of taking nursing and physician continuing education. I'm like, this doesn't apply to us. This is ridiculous. Um, So yeah, so I'm very passionate about education and empowerment on all levels, clinical, professional, and business. Um, And so the practice has evolved where I do a good chunk of the courses with business, tax, legal, professional development, because that's my wheelhouse. And then we're attracting and recruiting um, instructors all over the, the country, hopefully the world. I have big dreams for EME. Um, that they're the expert, they're the best of the best that I can find. And I don't want to rework the wheel. Like Gynezone, I was looking, should I have suturing courses on my platform? There's some great people out there doing suturing courses. Why would I make something that's already out there? So I looked at these niche kind of skill sets that maybe people know. I'm working on a locum midwifery course because there's CPMs that are doing locums kind of here and there. There's nurse midwives doing it, but there's these niche businesses out there and these niche service lines that I think more people would do if they knew they existed. So I take a different approach to EME than probably the average platform does that's out there for continuing education. I really try to inspire and challenge people. There's so much potential we can offer with midwifery. Um, like the newborn course, I put that out. Not so much. Maybe the CPMs need it based on their mentorship, but it was a big barrier of why nurse midwives were starting their home birth practices, their birth center practices. We get a minimal amount of training in school and part of our clinicals is five to eight that you follow a labor and delivery nurse, postpartum nurse to do an exam and that's it. Like the, the, there's deficits into expanding community-based midwifery. So mm. when I'm looking at these courses, I'm like, how can I fill in gaps? There's a knowledge barrier. There's something the schools aren't providing. There's bridges not being met. Um, and that's that's the angle I've been taking with the courses. Wonderful. Yeah. And I definitely saw that when I was taking the courses myself and I, I invested in a few, um, uh, probably your core courses, the ones that you teach personally, um, like the midwifery business courses. And do you, do you think, you know, do you know how many courses you have total? The the problem is there's so many ebb and flow. We've got six that are coming up and then we've got like, I've got another dozen on my pipeline for the next 18 months. So I would estimate there's probably 30, 35 courses so far, but we're not stopping. Like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, We've already got, the cool part is because I'm a big thinking kind of lady, we bring on some of these recruiters. They're starting with a few courses, but we're going to branch a whole service line based on their specialty. So with me being business, like I'm like how you want to, you want to expand mental health services and resources. Here's some gaps. Let's not just make some continuing education. Let's make you a whole service line that builds off your continuing education. Great. So I, I, I dream big, whether it's a, it's an Achilles heel, because then you wonder which project to focus on first. But right. um, I figured if you dream high and you get half of it, you're still doing really good. Then you dream you average go. and get 90% of it. So excellent. Yeah. I think, I think we share some common ground there for sure. So um, <clears throat> let's see. So you said you have a, a bunch of projects coming up. Tell me, I don't, if you want to share what you're most excited about coming up, but then also share yeah. with me what you think are your top three courses that midwives should take. Okay. 
Sounds great. So the thing I'm most excited about, Augustine Colebrook, I mean, I'm totally transparent. I'm an open book. Uh, we have a recent YouTube interview we did last week on EME channel. Um, nice. We were doing our brainstorming session. Literally every other week, Augustine and I have some level of conversation. So we just went the fly and said, well, let's record our brainstorming session so people can see what the world-class high caliber midwife leaders are talking about. Like, no, no strings attached. So we're brainstorming a program that will be a birth center planning pathway where we're literally going to create a community change, not just like a school, not just a mentorship. Like we're going to go into a community and immerse ourselves and do a pilot program and replicate it. So we're going to have a school site. We're going to have birth centers. We're going to have community outreach. We're going to have hospital, all these barriers we hear in our consulting and all these steps. Yeah, you can take a course, but there's a lot. So we have this vision of like, let's pick a, a town that's perfect. There's already great midwives. They want a birth center. They can't open it on their own. Let's do an open model birth center. Let's get students in from a school that we are on the same alignment, add some of our own stuff to it. We do a mentorship through their business starting if they're not going to stay in the community, like a very detailed, all these barriers we hear with students, like paying for school, we'd make it a very exclusive program. You don't have to pay for it. It's a work relationship. Like what are these things that are happening? And then once you get all the turnkey problems all solved and the iron out, you just replicate it and you replicate it. So yeah, Augustine and I are so excited because yeah, I do consulting work, but that I'm not boots on the ground. I can't tell them about their community. I can't tell them about the doctor to collaborate. I can tell you how to talk to a doctor to collaborate, but um, we really have found the next level of handholding and building, even if it's going to be a mindset where it's it's three to five new graduates that they're going to go back to their community, that camaraderie, that paradigm shift as a whole, because what happens too many times is we, we meet with that outlier midwife that wants the change, but then they go to their community and everybody's the old stool or a different way of doing things, they feel lost because you need that collaboration. You need that support. So that's probably my most exciting project is the big one of like interconnecting. Like we're working on even like if this is going to go to other communities, a boots on the ground team for you that'll go on site, a contractor, a business consultant, a, 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 a midwife director, an interim to help you like and making it so it's cost effective that you do a joint profit sharing for a while. Because a lot of times this will be like, I can't afford 80 to $100,000. And I said, oh, you can. If I can promise you and show you, you can make two, 300000 the next year. Let's just so so I've learned a lot from a lot of other industries. There's a couple really good books out there, The Millionaire Mindset, where they took a gym industry and did that same thing. So I'm trying to take these really cool gems and other professions and other business industries and replicate it in the midwifery world so we can get more access. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, I love that. I love um, that's something that I've been trying to focus on a lot. I think it's funny that you just said that, that you're, you're not necessarily always looking to educate yourself in midwifery. You're, you're always educating yourself in other facets Mm -hmm. of business and development and self-development, and then bringing that back into the midwife community. And that's, yeah, I've been trying to do that for probably the last couple of years as well. Whenever I think about like, how am I going to develop my website? How are we going to do marketing? 
How are we going to do something? You find the best of the best out there in other industries because we're, yeah. I mean, it cracks me up when I meet with investors and I show them numbers and potentials of birth centers. They're like, why is nobody else investing in these more? And I said, because we're an untapped industry that the average world doesn't think of. Like they just, when you think of these strategies, so I love it. I purposely will join. I go to financial conferences. I take these little yep. gems from other industries and like, how can we apply this to midwifery? Because nobody else is doing it yet. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's really going to start expanding um, our profession, legitimizing it a lot more, right? Because in a lot of, um, probably in a lot of areas, because we lack a lot of business development in our our profession, it doesn't seem very legitimate in a lot of ways. So this is the thing that I'm super passionate about as well is legitimizing our, because we're going to grow, we're, we're, it's already happening. I'm like, when Augustine and I talked, we talked about like, where's midwifery going to be in 15 years? And I think we're, I think I'm excited. Yeah. It's, it's Mm -hmm. happening. It's, it's these key leads. Like we think of, Oh my gosh, I didn't make Gaskin. It was so amazing. But I'm like, we only see the tail end of it. We are going to be the change agents 30 to 40 years from now that are going to be the next Ina Mays because she didn't start out that way. She had that different idea and angle and passion and didn't let anybody stop her. And that's what makes these really strong leads in our midwifery history. I wholeheartedly believe that all of us that I chat with regularly are going to be those big leaders in the next generation of midwifery history and paradigms and opportunities because of our drive and our passion. Right. And not, and not afraid to do something different, right? Not afraid to do anything different. So tell me what your, um, what you think your top three classes are that like maybe the abs, like maybe a one to five year midwife solo practice midwife should take. Yeah. So it's hard because it just depends on their needs. So if someone wants heavy clinical, you feel like you didn't get it that direction. Um, I tend to like the mental health course. I'm shocked. It's just hard because we're already burnt out and exhausted. Mental health is a massive disparity all over the country. And we're already like burnout ourselves. Like Jill who taught it is oh my gosh, she's absolutely amazing. So I'm excited about her course. I wish more people would take it. I think when you're just in burnout and you're tired and exhausted, the last thing you want to do is learn about mental health. (laughs) Um, So that's my favorite clinical course that we have right now. I think the newborn course is awesome for those nurse midwives that want to jump into private practice and don't have like a community-based midwife to give them that exposure. Um, I'm biased, obviously, my business courses. I absolutely love those. Um, We have courses for different professions. So if you want home birth, birth center, women's health clinics. Um, But my favorite is really my business midwife course. My intention of making that was I don't care what type of business you're running, what type of industry, how big you are, how small you are. This is content every single midwife should know. Like that's how I've approached that business course. So uh, I think that's my favorite personally. Um, It was the first one I had made and it was just taking all the staff from the financial industry and the real estate investing and life insurance and these things midwives usually don't want to learn about or are so Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. You get to hear it from a midwife and how it applies to you versus Mm -hmm. some generic like insurance education program. So I try to make it fun, lighthearted, tell stories, give examples of what it'll inspire you to take charge in your situation. Because sometimes these things, I I mean, even just financial planning, how few of midwives have financial planners and financial education, like you need this. It's not just for the people that are rich and have big, big plans. Like you need life insurance, you need disability, every midwife. So I'm very passionate about just educating midwife, these things we just don't know, we don't know we need. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm going to second that. So I am in the um, tips for running a successful midwifery practice right now. And I just, I am so, is even being in practice for eight years, kind of just winged everything, right? So Mm -hmm. I learned it as I went. Yeah. And you learn things the hard way. You find out the hard way that you needed something or didn't, didn't quite figure it out the right way. So I, I think personally, after going through half of it in the last couple of days, that this is hands down, like probably a necessity for any midwife who is going to come out, like come out of school right now. Or like I said, I've been in practice for eight years. I have an established corporation. I have done payroll. I have had employees. I you know, like, I don't know what else. Like I have three, I have two satellite offices. Compliance, regulations, marketing, business strategies, your accountant's not on your side. You need to advocate for these. Even if you don't understand every little like strategy, just tell them the word, like whole life insurance, estate planning, like uh, revocable living trust. These are gem words that you don't have to understand the complete gist of it, but you just have to tell your financial planner, I want this set up for me kind of thing. Right. Well, I, I found it super helpful to find out, like, not so much, um, I know I should be doing these things at this point in my career. I knew I should have been doing them a while ago, but it also solidified some things. Um, I'll just give you an example. I kind of actually took some steps back in my practice and decided to work solo again and go to cash pay only clients and kind of knock out some of my um, insurance payers and stuff like that, because it just, I just wasn't, I was getting a little burned out. So I I was starting to do some different things, but you had started talking about having um, on-call midwives in your practice. So that way you could still take vacation, but not take six weeks out of your schedule and miss that income as well. And even though that sounds like when we're, when you think about it, you're like, oh, I want to take two weeks vacation, like eight months from now. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm at the block off six weeks off my calendar to do that. Or right. maybe even more than that, if you really think yeah. about it. But, um, but you said, no, you should just get somebody to cover you that way you don't miss that income. And, and the reality is, is that, yeah, we really need to start doing that. I hope that I have that opportunity. We're going to, we're going to figure that out, but yeah, you've got to have the right collaboration. If you're the only midwife in a three hour radius, some of these strategies aren't going to matter. That's why we yeah. have to bring everybody up together. We can't right. just have here and there, these little feisty midwives because you're going to drown because you don't have the support around you. So that's where Augustine and I were like, yeah, we can, we can do one-on-one cheerlead for them, but then they go into an environment that doesn't fit the vision of what we're hoping for them that you need to be surrounded by a strong midwifery community to be successful today. Yeah, that is very true. That's yeah. something that's not in my area at all. I mean, there's just not no. other midwives Yeah, no. within an that's hour. That's why we need lots more clinical sites. We need this ripple effect. We need more midwives with a new paradigm shift and that collaboration. And and everybody has a different style, not this mindset of like, you consult with me and I'm going to bad mouth because of my... It's that abundance versus scarcity mindset. I, I It calls right. it every single time. I can tell pretty quickly what type of midwife, what type of person someone is. Are they looking at the glass half full or half empty? Because mm. people will say, oh, there's only 2% of the population choosing home births and my mind goes, 80% are normal and healthy. Even if we doubled this, our current profession cannot handle it. Exactly. So like I, I, when people tell me that, well, I, I don't want to train someone because now I'm going to train my competition in the area. And I'm like, 
you eventually are going to retire. You are eventually going to want a vacation. You are eventually not going to be the right midwife for every single person. Really? Like we got to get out of our own egos. Like that's a good chunk of it too. So when I do consulting services, it's not just teaching them about business, but that mindset and that psychology, a lot of us are just raised that way. And the current society, if you're in a certain stigma and upbringing, you're, you're taught this is the way it is. And so I always challenge them to really push your own mental blocks that you have in place. Well, I will say that also, um, when you go through a course like this, you find some stability and, you know, like when we, as a midwife, as someone who is not, who's running a sole proprietorship or, you know, kind of venturing out and trying to figure out what to do, you're so scared to do something corporate. Like I'm going to start a corporation. I'm going to start an S corp. What, like what, 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 I don't know about this. I'm just going to be this little, like, business well, entity because over that here. History. I mean, we hear about it in racism and genetics. Our midwifery history follows us. So our ladies, like you read stories about the, the nasty things that were done to them in this 50s and 60s and 70s, the last 100 years. I truly believe our own midwifery genetic and DNA comes through because we have that fear. Like, I want to be high, small. If I do a birth center, they know I have a building versus I drive around and they don't know I'm here. I'm going to hide <laughs> versus like... I'm out here and I'm excited. I'm going to have a billboard and you know I'm here because it's you're fearful and you're yeah, we have to get past it. That's a mental shift. Corporation is not these big scary Twitter and Facebook. It's just a business entity type. You labeled it as something more. And so we that's part of what we process. When I do consulting, mm-hmm. half of it is getting midwives to know that they deserve to be out there and what they're worth than it is actually teaching them things. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's what I super appreciate about this course. I, I kind of realize it's like taking a childbirth class, right? You kind of, you have to take the class to eliminate some of the fear, to get right. the knowledge, to have the understanding before you can actually be successful at running yeah. your own business. So yep. Yeah. I'm well, very excited about I what know. you offer. And um, I mean, yeah, I, I started out just by connecting with people and doing YouTube and just meeting and finding out challenges. And so it's a ripple effect, these wonderful relationships you get and you connect and you learn what the needs are. If people reach out to me, like, I would love this course. And if I hear it a few times, I'm like, it's on our list. I don't know how we're going to make it, when we're going to make it, but (laughs) people are asking for it. So um, yeah, I'm all about, I'm not going to rework the wheel. If somebody's already doing something great out there, there are too many things we're missing right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I think definitely um, our ne- our next biggest um, venture in midwifery is bringing the people who already do what they do and putting them into our communities and, and getting people access to them, right? So yep. not, yep. like you said, not reinventing the wheel, but just sharing their knowledge and putting them out into right. our communities so that our communities see who they are right. and, yeah. and start to learn. And- Well, and part of it is like, I can be a successful consultant all day long, but if I don't have an accountant or a marketer or a financial planner to send them to that actually understands midwives and their needs and their goals, I'm not successful. So part of what I do is not just giving education. I bridge and I work really hard. Okay, there's no accountant. So I'm going to network like crazy. If I can find some, I'll teach them about midwifery. I'll help them with their business model. Like, it's not just being a business consultant. I'm like, man, you'll be successful with a marketer on your team, but they're all so busy. You'll be successful with a biller on your team, but they're all on a waiting list. Like, that doesn't do any good for midwifery. So yeah, every layer of midwifing the midwives has a ripple effect in the forefront support that we do. 
Wonderful. I like to hear that too. I didn't realize that you had those kinds of things lined up as well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I'll start finding that out as I get through um, this business course a little bit further. But yeah, so it sounds like you have ties to, yep. um, you know, maybe life insurance companies. And- yeah, totally. Yep. And if you go to actually the tabs of both the companies, there's a resource tab. Those are my like more recommended people and more gotcha. recommended. And if you have specific questions, you can say, Hey, Leslie, I, I, I called out to the person you have listed. She's not accepting. Do you have some others? Like I can always update it, but yeah, it's sometimes it's trial and error where I send a couple people there and give it six to 12 months to see if it's truly mm. a good, because it's my reputation. If I'm sending it, I've had it mm. happen a few times where they're new in the industry. They like the idea but if I send them there, they don't work out. So yeah, so I, I've got a few people lined up that will probably be added to that list. But yeah, I've got, if people want professional uh, resource books, uh, anything that's to help you kind of grow and succeed and yeah, whatever support people want. I, I love getting emails. I love supporting on an individual level and connecting great people. Um, half of what it is, it's not so much what you know, it's who you know. So I have people do discovery calls and all of a sudden say, I want to start this really cool niche women's health service or a CBD menopausal line. And I was like, I know a lady that's three years ahead of you. You should ask her to be your business mentor. Like I'll support on the sideline, but she's perfect. Like you guys have similar missions. Like why rework the wheel? Why start from fresh to understand this new industry when somebody is already doing it? Fantastic. Wonderful. Well, um, so tell me where we, it sounds like you've got the YouTube channel going. Mm -hmm. So tell me where we can find you. So on YouTube. Yep. So midwifery business consultation has been out a lot longer. So there's more content on there and it's very heavy business and interviews. Like I, I, we talk about their midwifery journey, but it's really heavy their business or being employed and how they got the job they wanted. So I really try to inspire on the business side with the conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the empowering midwifery education is a newer channel. It just opened three months ago and it's very heavy. Just any midwife inspiring and We do a little bit of business on there, but it's more very clinical based and just conversations with midwives and not so much the business side. But um, yeah, and then we've got a podcast, which is just replicating what's on the YouTube channel. Mm. I I put out a monthly newsletter. You can sign up on the two two companies with it's literally the business's names, midwiferybusinessconsultation.com and poweringmidwiferyeducation.com. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, like I just met with my team, we were planning for 2023 and the next goals. Like I have big plans for midwifery and lots of companies and lots of things coming out because we just have so much need out there. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. for the future. Cool. So I have a question from a business perspective before we finish up and wrap up. Do you, um, do you participate in a mastermind? I do. I have multiple you, masterminds. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That kind of sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be the weakest person in the room wholeheartedly. Like I don't ever <laughs> want to, because what happens is a lot of times, like to be very respectful, midwives are at this level and I'm right here. I need people to keep challenging me. Or right. Bored. So right. no, I'm completely part of very different. Like I've got a mastermind group that was very organic with some moms, similar age, young families. We're in the birth industry, but we've got all different sectors. One is a high yeah. level doula consultant. One is a midwife consultant. One does childbirth education. One does some sleep consulting services. So we all have very, we all support 
birth world, birth advocacy, but in different angles. So we pull from each other's followings. We brainstorm. We're we're all two to five year out businesses that are in our mid thirties with young kids. Like we can all relate to how do we be moms in this birth world? And like, so I have, that's one of my groups. And then a couple of them are just, yeah. So some of them I go with like the chamber of commerce and totally unrelated entities. TDs. Um, so the, you can make your own mastermind groups. I literally recorded three days ago how to make a mastermind group because it'll be funny. part of our newer course coming out. Yeah, yeah. Because they're powerful. I mean, you can mm-hmm. have a mentor, you can have an accountability coach. Like I joke, a mastermind team should have a life coach and a counselor for every single midwife. Like I, it's not just about business, but to be successful in life and balance, you need to have someone to balance off of. You need someone during those traumatic events. Like, so yeah, so I don't just say the traditional business spiel. I really think of every angle of what makes the midwife successful and who should be on that team to support you. Thank you. Well, awesome. Yeah. All right. That was a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much, Leslie, for taking your time out of your schedule to talk to me today. I know like we are all busy, right? So I wanted to actually take just a quick moment to talk about your course, the one that I'm actually in right now. The I'm going to bring it up real quick because I do want to plug this class. And Leslie has offered a discount for this course. It's the tips for running a successful midwifery practice. And you can find that on the Empowering Midwifery Education site. And the reason why I think anybody, it doesn't matter where you are in your practice right now, unless you've already had a consultation with Leslie and already on your path, um, you need this course because it covers a lot of stuff. Even if you're a solo practice person, I'm going to tell you right now, midwifery is on an extremely big boom right now. Every single midwife who's in practice right now, you need to have these valuable business skills to solidify and grow your practice. If you're not in midwifery to grow your practice, that's fine. But most of us are. We want sustainability. We want want to have that work and that work-life balance. And so the only way that you can really get there is by having solid business strategies to make yourself more successful, um, organized, and like I said, just just more solid in your practice. Because it is the practices that go out of business or fail or the midwives that burn out are the ones that don't have strategy built into their business plan. And unfortunately, when you went through midwifery school, nobody told you that you were going to, you were going to be in a business probably. If you didn't have like this um, maybe CNM path and you were going to go work in a hospital practice or an OB practice, you are now a business owner if you're working on your own. So now you need to develop those skills and have a solid path. And the one thing that's wonderful about this course is that it was developed by a midwife who has been practicing, who has the experience and the knowledge to share. But what she also did was really bring in the outside entities and bring it all together for you. So when you're confused about like, how do I get a life insurance policy? She walked you down the path for that. When you're confused about how to form an entity and what are the different entities available, she walks you through all of the paths for different business entities and explains why one might be more beneficial for you over the other. And, and the then midwife also, perspective, like, okay, the angle right. of, because you're not going to be able to Google and put, why should a midwife do this business entity? It doesn't exist. It doesn't like, so I really right. try when you're interviewing an accountant, 
generic small businesses are not going to interview an accountant the same way you're going to interview accountants. So I really tried to customize it. What should a midwife ask? What should a midwife look for and why? Exactly. And I, the one thing that I was incredibly, um, I think I was incredibly impressed about is the time that you have put into this course. Like there, most of the lessons are near an hour each. And like the sheer amount of content that you put in this course was unbelievable. Like just hours and hours. I'd actually like to add, maybe one day I'll add up how many hours you actually put in that's recorded it's on this 40 course. hours. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, we're insane. renewing the CEUs with Meek actually right now. So we're working on, because oh I gosh. added so much content. Because when I opened it three years ago, it was about 12 to 15 hours. And then as I did more consulting and then people would ask for things, mm. we just grew and grew. So it's at about 35, 40 hours. So it's not like little, it'll take you a month, month and a half to get through. I and agree. you have lifetime access and you can mm. re-listen to things a thousand times. And all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, she told me I, I haven't looked into life insurance or uh, a financial planner, but there's a section about that specifically. Let me refresh it. Well, that's, that's, I love when, when instructors give lifetime access, because as you, like you said, as you start to learn more, put more value into it, you get access to the the additional content that you're putting into it. Um, I will tell other midwives that this is a very easy class to listen to as you're doing other things as well. I did put a lot of this on in the background as I was doing other things. And one of them was while I was driving, I actually put the content on my iPad and listened through my car while I was driving. I have an hour commute no matter where I go anymore. So I just as the advantages are that, you know, it's very easy to listen to. There's a lot of content. You have lifetime access to it. Take advantage of it right now. Leslie is offering a great course discount for all of the listeners. We're going to put the um, the code in the um, show notes today, but it's going to be midwife, the number two midwife, midwife to midwife. If you put that discount code in on Leslie's website, empowering mid midwifery education, you'll receive the course. And what was that discount today? 50% discount. Oh my yeah. gosh. 50% yeah. so off it's the course. $7.99 and you get it a $400 discount. And Fabulous. to me, I, I would much rather more and more midwives ask access things. And I stress to people, if you're a school and you're a group of midwives and you want to bundle things, we make very personalized packages. Don't ever feel like... I want 20 things, but I can't afford $5,000. Like let's, I don't ever want a midwife to feel. So please, please, please reach out to me. I'm very open to conversations and customizing things. Like we do some amazing massive bundles for midwifery schools at significant discounts. Like I don't want this to be an elite, only certain people can afford it and have access to it. Perfect. Well, if anybody wants this, if, like $400 is a steal to put this type of investment into your business and have that access to just like the amount of resources that you put into this course alone is amazing. And well, so you. I appreciate your time today. Thank yeah. you, Leslie. I'm really enjoying all the courses that I've been taking with you. Um, is there anything last that you would like to say before we go? No, I just want to thank you. Thank you for having me on. And you also being out there, the more of us we have kind of 
touting the business, touting a different paradigm shift and supporting the midwives. I mean, I literally two weeks ago, I opened a resource website. I'll just add a little plug to it, midwifingthemidwives.com. It's literally just a resource tab because I got sick and tired of digging and digging and I couldn't find, mm. I'd say, okay, there's this really great midwife, but I I can't remember her, her business name and I would try to search it on Google. I just got tired of like over and over. So I midwifingthemidwives.com is literally, there's no selling, there's no products. It's just a central website with every possible business resource you could think of for new midwives, experienced midwives, established midwives, certification, trainings that are out there. I just wanted a central hub that just didn't exist. So I'm very excited. So yeah, I appreciate what you do and just spreading the word and getting more people to know what's out there because Google and SEO, we can't keep up with the big shots as well as I'd like to. So Yeah, honestly. Well, it's these conversations that are just really going to help people expand their knowledge base and let us let them know that we're out there so again thank you leslie i appreciate your time i guess we're gonna say goodbye for now okay sounds great thank you so much bye okay real quick before you go i'm going to quickly plug my new course called the midwife assistant certification and this just opened up january first 2023 and it is developed to help um basically boost our career field help backfill the workforce for us midwives with people who are qualified to assist uh, in the office clinical and birth assisting settings so this certification consists of six modules um from office skills clinical basics labor birth um, immediate newborn care and postpartum care And then I put in a bonus module for those that are looking to develop some business skills and market themselves. So this came out of a need for myself. I live in a space where there are no other midwives. I currently do not have a birth assist and have to train my birth assistants. Um, A lot of the midwives in the area have moved out and they weren't even really particularly in the area. There's actually no midwife living in... um, about a 40 mile radius of where my birth center is. So um, finding another assist has been challenging for the last couple of years. So the midwife assistant certification was born and I have realized that this is not only my challenge, but many midwife practice challenges. And I really do believe that for our um, profession to flourish, we're going to have to start developing more roles, maybe um, uh, just different careers to kind of flourish out of this because us midwives, we've really got to stop doing it all. We really do. Um, I personally cannot have, I, I have a really hard time assisting other midwives because I'm too busy with my own practice. And for me to find another midwife to assist me, it's very hard as well because again, there's nobody geographically located near me. So it's been extremely difficult to get somebody to travel in and make that commitment. It's always a crapshoot for me. So I decided we need to start getting some people certified and trained, not just um, a doula that I really love and enjoy having at birth, but somebody who's actually trained to give medications, to do NRP, CPR, who knows how to help me in my office setting, to do vitals, to draw blood, to fill out those lab orders and ultrasound orders for me, and just to really be my right-hand person, right? 
So that's where this was born out of. If this is something that um, resonates with you, if this sounds like something that you need in your practice, I did put the link in the show notes and you can watch an informational video right away to see what this training is all about. This training meets all of the California requirements for the midwife assistant that is outlined in the California California Business Code, basically what the medical board has set forth for the midwife assistant role. So if you're interested, again, you can click on the link look at the informational video. You can register there. You can also register for a webinar that I, if if this is much later, if you're listening to this after January, I'm, I don't know when the webinars are going to be, but you can always email at me at midwife to midwife at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to provide you with a link with webinar registration or even schedule a course consultation. And we can have a person like an on-phone conversation about what this course looks like and if it's a good fit for you. So thanks a lot. Well, another great conversation for today. Thank you for joining me. If you would like to see more, go to Facebook and Instagram at midwife to midwife. And you can also join our non-social media community support group membership at midwife to midwife. The links are in the show notes. Thanks again. And we'll see you on the flip side.